0: Let's talk about how spiritual disciplines can strengthen your soul and your ministry.
1: We're calling this series of podcasts, E, Soul, because we're incorporating the knowledge of the Neagram for our soul.
0: We'll also be bringing insights from our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. In the stress points of your life and ministry, the Lord has new graces for your soul.
1: In Soul Shepherding and on this podcast, we integrate Christ-centered spirituality and psychology.
0: Friends, we have a, um, a backstage podcast for you. So uh, last week's podcast, in the uh, middle of it, we actually pushed pause and had a whole side conversation of about uh, 30 or 40 minutes uh, that was um, Bill and Christy having a soul talk about uh, feelings that came up for us in talking about our personality types with all of you listening. And uh, we had some, uh, actually some, some tension between us and some hurt feelings that we needed to process and to work through uh, in private, because there was some some tenderness there. And uh, that's sort of the, um, kind of the, the price that you pay when you're in ministry. Uh, and I think that most of you know that, whether you're a, a pastor or a Small group leader, or whatever way in which you serve the Lord, uh, we are our teaching and caring and leading comes in a relational context, and we share out of our life and out of our story and out of our personalities and so forth. And sometimes that takes a toll on us, and so we experience that together.
1: Yes, yeah, we did. I um, hit a personality. I stumbled on my own personality and my own. Pain surfaced, my own insecurity surfaced, and, and I knew that before we, before we went to record, because I'd been actually praying about that, because I knew that I was feeling, I was under quite a bit of temptation, because I'd had, I guess as I shared with you, as it felt like every place I'd been going in the last week, I'd been getting feedback from people who listened to us, and um, you know, people are, they're positive and they're appreciative. And so that's, you know, that's good. But I also want to be able to handle when they're, they have constructive feedback for me. And so there's been a lot of that in this last week for me. And some of it hasn't even come from them. It's just how I've interpreted what they've said or, um, you know, I've, I've heard what they've said and then I've turned it into a criticism on myself and a judgment on myself and upping the bar for myself or where I, um, it, it maybe just taps into me feeling like I'm not enough, or feeling inadequate. And so that had been stirred up in me already. Been praying about that, about depending upon the Lord, but not really feeling very good about myself and the job I'm doing in on the podcast recently. And so I was feeling vulnerable to that. And then I got triggered because as we were doing our podcast, I was comparing myself to you and I was feeling inadequate again and feeling like I'm not good enough. And I'm not meeting the bar of the standard that you're you're setting. And so then I was triggered in that. And the insecurity in me was triggered in that.
0: I so appreciate your, your courage and your vulnerability with me and with our listening friends as well. And uh, just, again, for you listening, we're replaying a conversation that we had uh, in private and uh, working this out um, uh, between us and praying together. Uh, a lot of empathy back and forth. So, yeah, it's really sad for me, Christy, when my uh, perfectionism, my standards, my earnestness, my trying to cover all the bases of, of thought and understanding, uh, the, uh, when you get underneath that and it pulls you out of the, the beauty of your best personality when you're uh, flowing in, in relationality and uh, in, in the moment of... Of uh, feeling and and being and authenticity and really the, the the heartfulness of the way that you approach life and so it was really troubling for me that uh, you were carrying that, um, that that burden and that that hurt and uh, my empathy for you at first though um, was compromised by my own feeling criticized mm-hmm. because. I was trying so hard. I mean, you listening wouldn't probably know this or couldn't maybe would even imagine this could be true, but I'm battling my own demons here of feeling sort of stressed like okay, I don't want to lay all this data on people, but I want them to understand and so I'm I'm trying so hard to put to reach all these ideals. And I'm just thinking about my myself in my presentation of that, I mean in my consciousness I'm wanting it to be helpful and loving to you who are listening. But I'm not realizing that what I'm doing is putting a load on you, even though I know that ones do that, uh, and I teach that, and in my best moments, I I realized that, and I I calmed that down, but I didn't realize that that was happening to you as you were listening to me, Christy.
1: Yeah, and and I felt sad for you when I realized that you were feeling guilty or criticized uh, or even more pressure than you had already put on yourself than... Um, seeing how I w- was reacting, you know, was, was hard for you and it hurt you. And, and then it triggered me deeper because then I felt like, well, here I am. my I have a need and my need is now a cog in your wheel. <laughs> um, knowing you're pressured, you've got just a, a lot that you're doing right now. And so to make what should be easy and usually is easy and natural for us to do a podcast, uh, um, become hard and slow and taking more time, I was feeling guilty about that and um, sad about that and sad that um, you were feeling even more pressure now. <laughs> I didn't want to increase your pressure.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate that uh, consideration and you do so much to make my life easier by being, uh, giving me empathy and uh, being helpful and so kind uh, and, yeah it's troubling though that um my standards and ideals um harmed you you know they're already oppressing me but then uh, you got underneath that so i'm sorry about that and you know even in sort of the um the point that was the most uh where this tension for christianita to work through uh again we're taking you backstage you who are listening here to sort of what Uh, We processed together. I I came to realize that uh, in the course of when we were initially, when Christy and I were initially processing and and debriefing and sort of having our own healing soul talk there in private, I uh, realized that in the beginning of this conversation, I was still holding on to one of my standards, even after Christy shared with me what she was, began to share with me what she was feeling and how she'd been triggered. Uh, because I was like, well, we don't really want to push pause in the middle of a podcast because that loses the freshness of the podcast and and then it, it you know sort of takes longer and that's not really the design of the podcast. This is an authentic soul talk, so I've got this ideal, right? I got all these ideals. And you know it's good. That's what soul talks is. Uh, but what's far more important, of course, and I, I did thankfully wake up to this in the course of the conversation. Uh, with Christy. but what's far more important is my wife here and uh, her heart and her feelings and our relationship. And it's okay if we don't finish the podcast or if we trash it or or if it takes you know three times as long as we had budgeted or whatever. It, that none of that matters compared to um, what you feel,ing Christy and what you need. And so, uh, fortunately, I eventually got there in the course of the conversation and. Pulled up my chair next to you and and listened and uh, put my hand on your back and uh, empathized and uh, you know we prayed together and so that was a, a repair there which is what's so important in our relationships because we all have conflict you know you, you could be two pastors married to each other or, or like us two therapists married to each other where you're great at relationship communication caring but you're gonna have conflict in your relationship we all do not just in marriage but in friendship and in our working relationships and in the relationships that are closest to us it's important that we're able to have real genuine authentic soul talks and including working through disagreements or misunderstandings and to be able to repair and it's because in so many of our relationships uh, even in uh, intimate family relationships when we don't know how to repair we don't know how to give empathy to someone that has hurt us or misunderstood us or got angry And we only are defensive or critical back or just shutting the conversation down. That's why our relationships become distant because we don't, we become afraid to really be personal and be vulnerable. And so we just start finding ways to avoid each other. Even if we're living in the same house or working together or ministering together in the same church staff, uh, we start avoiding real talk.
1: Well, I appreciated that you were able to set the goal and earnest desire and ideals that you had that were good. I mean, I agree they were really good and I wanted to be able to meet them because they're so good, but I couldn't. And you were able to set those aside and love me and give me grace and empathy, even though at that moment I wasn't really able to give you empathy because I was so caught in my own feelings of failure and inadequacy
0: yeah well, uh, actually, I think you were giving me empathy, but um, y- your uh, your standards for uh, empathy and uh, mercy and kindness are uh, so high because um, uh, as, as, t- as a two Christy is into you know virtue and helpfulness. so uh, actually, um, Christy, you were very uh, tender towards me, really right from the start in the whole um, right from the beginning, you were, you were concerned about how it felt for me. And so I actually received that from you all along, but yeah, when we got sort of the other side of that, um, there was more there for me too.
1: I'm glad that you felt some of that from me. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, here we are as a Enneagram one perfectionist and two helper. And so this is sort of the dynamics of our personalities coming together and there there being some some chafing there some uh, hurtful uh stressful rubbing
1: yeah i wasn't able to help you do it perfect <laughs> and that's that's what i wanted to be able to do
0: and i wasn't able to be uh tender enough uh, in giving grace enough right from the start
1: Uh, You self-corrected pretty quickly, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, we both did. So uh, for you listening, uh, we we just want to take you backstage here and try um, to—we thought that since the Lord had helped us to repair and uh, rehabilitate and regain strength, that to sort of share with you what happened there would help you in understanding Not just the enneagram, but more importantly, sort of relational dynamics and uh, communication, conflict resolution, and what what does soul talk look like when there's been a misunderstanding or hurt feelings or a stress point? And how do you how do you push pause? Because we've all got things that we're doing in life. In our case, we were doing a podcast, but uh, you you got things that you're doing in in your in your work, in your family, in your home, uh, various projects. That you're doing individually and collectively and as you're doing life with your spouse or friend or your uh, uh, work partner your family member we come into these points of conflict and to be able to push pause on what we were doing and to look over the other person and say so okay wait a minute what were you feeling there or to uh, push pause and take courage to say you know hey can can we, we talk a minute uh, that, that was difficult for me, what just happened there? Or I'm having some feelings come up for me, can, can you listen to me? And so these sorts of conversation starters are really helpful for uh, facilitating that emotional healing uh, personally and then also in the relationship to reestablish the, the trust and the, the warmth and the uh, relational togetherness
1: yeah because especially in a situation like ministry or you know the work that, that we're doing it's really important to us that we're authentic that we're that we're really practicing what we preach and living what we're talking about and that we're we're not performing that we're not doing this out of our false selves and so being able to to stop and be honest about that is really it's a high value to us and to recognize that yeah we don't have it all together. We still have our our areas where we're we're growing and where we run into our own failures and sins and hurts and issues and woundedness and to have a space of grace where we can be honest about that is is really really helpful really important.
0: We're all wounded healers and uh um uh- Thank you, Christy, for joining me today in this backstage conversation, and I hope that it's been helpful for you as uh, our listening friends uh, in our Soul Talks community, and just uh, reflecting on it now with you, just realizing that uh, God has helped us to practice one of, the, one of the really significant things that we believe in soul shepherding, which is to uh, serve what you're cooking as we're in the kitchen of our soul with the Lord and with a trusted friend. We want to serve in our ministry the things that the Lord is cooking there.
1: And I hope that this illustrates why it's helpful and important to grow in self-awareness mm-hmm. because you look at what's going on in you, Bill, when I press pause, and I look at what's going on in me when I press pause, and then we're able to share what's going on in, our, in ourselves. That helps us not to judge each other mm-hmm. and not to get in an escalated conflict, but to just be able to hold that place of space and grace for each other, um, where maybe we're having trouble holding it for ourselves, and gives us a safe place to get courageously in touch with what's going on in us and our feelings. And then in doing that, then I was able to really pray and turn over my feelings and my sense of inadequacy to God and invite him into that and to reconnect with God in that space. Whereas if I was just trying to shut down my emotions and Mm -hmm. perform, I wouldn't have been relying on God and his grace. I wouldn't have been mm-hmm. yoked to him.
0: Yeah. And then when we do this inner work of, of reflection and repair, uh, growing in grace, uh, now we become not just wounded, but the wounded healer. And we have more to offer the people that we are caring for, uh, teaching, ministering to. And, uh, so that's what we got to do here and serving what we were cooking. And, Uh, practicing this uh, message the Lord has taught us on ministering to others out of the overflow of what God's doing in our life, and then even to do that in our relationship uh, because that's really the uh, genesis of the Soul Talks podcast is that it would come out of uh, Bill and Christy together and uh, because people keep telling us, uh, particularly in our Soul Shepherding Institute uh, that we lead for uh, women and men in ministry, that they learn the most by by being with us and sort of being with sort of how we relate to each other, how we relate to the Lord, and just being a part of that connection. Which, uh, as we were getting that feedback more and more, we started to realize: well, of course, God's a Trinity, God's a relationship, God is love, and He made us as relational beings, and we learn from relationship. And so, and Jesus sent out the disciples in pairs, you know, two by two, uh, because the gospel was going to be best. Uh, understood and received by people when they could see these disciples as a pair with complementary personalities and gifts and uh, strengths and even weaknesses but the lord uh, uh, ministering through that relationship to people
1: well it took some effort on my part to really trust and receive grace from you and from god in that moment because the temptation was to just totally be turned on myself and to block off receiving of grace from God and from you. Mm -hmm. And so thankfully, through this work that God has been doing in me over the years and through your, you know, highlighting and and showing me when I was doing that, when I was cutting down and blocking grace and not receiving grace because I was agreeing with my own internal critic and the accusations of the enemy um, and you would highlight that and show me that, and then I'd be aware of that, I was able to make a different choice and say, okay, no, I'm not going to just continue to agree with that, in which case I would have just been totally shut down and we wouldn't have been able to record either podcast. But instead, to be able to really trust and believe that God's grace was enough for me in my weakness and that his grace was flowing through you and receive your empathy, then that's what enabled me to turn back on the recorder and the mics.
0: Yeah, so you, you had to do your inner work there to overcome the self-rejection mm-hmm. and even the self-hatred that mm-hmm. you have struggled with in your history, and uh, that took a lot of courage. Uh, and I had to do the same thing, and you helped me with that, because I have my own tendencies towards self-rejection. It's a pretty uh, universal tendency amongst uh, human beings that we uh, reject our, our weaknesses and our vulnerable emotions and our needs and our faults. And when we do that, uh, particularly when we're doing that unconsciously, uh, which is how we're usually doing it, then we're we're blocking off God's empathy and compassion that he's sending our way and words of encouragement and truth. And so to really be open to and uh, absorbent of the Lord's love, we need to be honest. We need to be aware. We need to be vulnerable. And that's what we've been emphasizing in uh, particularly in this last Enneagram podcast as it relates to the stress points and the uh, ways of uh, using spiritual disciplines to help us grow, it's the, the Enneagram is powerful in helping us with self-awareness, which is why uh, the I really believe the best Enneagram teachers understand that the Enneagram is not just about, hey, I'm okay, you're okay, you've got strengths, I've got strengths, let's celebrate our personalities some, some people want to sort of turn the Enneagram into that, but it's really coming out of these uh, core broken areas in each personality type, these root sins, so to speak, that, that need forgiveness, that need to be reconciled to God. And so that's a lot of self-awareness and confession. That's a lot of of uh, honest authentic prayers and uh, soul talks with someone who gives us empathy and ministers God's love to us but it's in that process the peeling back the layers of the onion that the lord can really do a, a deeper work in us so that we are more uh, consistently and poignantly uh, uh, tuned in to the presence of god and uh, we become the hands and, and feet and eyes and ears of the lord uh the mouth of the lord more effectively than in our ministry he he can he can minister his grace through us to other people because we've done that that inner work
1: yeah and the Egram also helps us to empathize and give grace to others as we're aware of their stress points too so you know in the conflict that we just had you didn't look like you were under self-judgment or self-criticism to me you looked like you were pushing to do it right. But <laughs> but knowing you then helps me to see that oh no, he's judging himself here. He's mm-hmm. he's not hearing that I'm feeling inadequate and like I failed him. He's feeling like I'm saying he's failing. And so when I when I can get in touch with that, then I can it gives me grace for you and helps me to see you for who you are and then I can I can relate to you, I can connect to you, and, and we can bond in Christ. And also, just even recently, one of the people that had given me some feedback that I felt was really hard for me, I my temptation was to feel really offended by the feedback, and being able to know this person and know that it was coming out of the fear that they struggle with, really helped me to not take it personally, not get offended, and instead to have grace for them and pray for them. Mm-hmm. And so that's an example of how if we understand different types, it can grow us in our ability to empathize for them and, and then give them grace.
0: That's so helpful, Christy. Yeah, But so you use the Enneagram both to sort of understand me in the middle of the flashpoint when, when there was conflict and stress and to help to read underneath my the outer expressions of my personality. And here's sort of the inner places where I was hurting and and struggling. And then you also use the Enneagram to uh, sort of understand your own self and what you needed. And uh, yeah. And and Lord help me to do that with you, knowing you as an Enneagram two, that's a helper and where I'm feeling uh, pressured and criticized from you. I'm realizing, no, that's my perception. It's really about me and my perfectionism and Christy's actually uh, in her own personality here, mm-hmm. and she's got her own battle that she's fighting, and uh, she yes. is feeling shame. She's mm-hmm. feeling like she's not enough, and, yeah. and it's been triggered not just by me, but by what was going on in her life, and she's been praying about it even before we started this podcast, because I remembered that conversation that we had in an earlier uh, personal soul talk that we had, and so that helped me to, to re, re-engage with, okay, wait a minute, Bill, okay, set aside the... Set aside the podcast and um, uh, just, let's just let's just talk here and as long as we need and dial into what, what Christy is feeling.
1: Thank you for that. It's helpful.
0: Uh, so thank you listeners for uh, coming backstage with us and joining us in this um, especially authentic uh, soul talk and hope that it's been helpful to you and to your relationships. Uh, Lord, we do just pray for that. We just pray for each one listening and their relationships, whether uh, marriage, family, friendship, people they're working with, their relationship with you, Lord, help us to to become more aware of how our personality patterns are affecting us and our hurts and stress points, including conflicts in our relationships, and to be able to uh, reach in to um, to say, hey, can we push pause here? Uh, Let's talk about this. And to find your presence, your loving, compassionate presence and your gentle wisdom through a process of engaging in soul talk. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can order a copy of our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke, on the Soul Shepherding website or Amazon.
1: I love how Bill's book engages us with the Lord Jesus to help us distress and thrive in life and ministry. Each chapter features inspiring teaching, Bible studies, spiritual discipline experiments, and soul talk questions. It's great for personal devotions or small groups.
0: You can follow Soul Shepherding on Facebook
1: and by getting our weekly blog in your email.